Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you think that a kiss is all in the lips, come on, ladies and gentlemen, you've got it all wrong. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Banner. Luke Moore's here. All right. And Jim Campbell's here. Hello. And you're here more to the point. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Come into the Ramble Bosom. It's a pleasure to have you with us. It's FA Cup fifth round time, gentlemen. It is. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. It genuinely is, because of the amount of shocks that happened in the previous round. Mm. Which, again, feels like yesterday. It does. All those those teams, Jim, that we enjoyed watching shocking the nation in the previous round, it carries over. Still in there. Into the next round. And this round is where we pick it up from. For all all the the sort of media attention around other competitions, I will not let this competition fall by the wayside. (laughs) We are dragging this competition back into the media uh, spotlight, yeah. whether anyone likes it or not. Yeah, we've been talking about it for years, and they keep putting it on telly. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Justified. We are, mm. We've been vindicated. See, this, is the, this is the only place, perhaps, where... You know old-fashioned uh, fo- English football pundits where they go on about uh, foreign managers and British managers are getting yeah. a chow and all that kind of stuff, and, and often Cues we... at the doctor, that yes, sort of thing. Yes, ex- exactly. We often disagree with them. Perhaps this is the only area where we do agree with them, is that the FA Cup is quite sacred. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't agree. think anyone doesn't agree with that. Richard, Richard Scudamore. Yeah. Well, you know, any people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, David I <laughs> Keep your, those opinions at the door. Told you, you're conspiracy theories <laughs> on your own time, Jim. Look All into right. them. <laughs> um, well, let's move on uh, to the fifth round. Okay. Burnley host Lincoln City, one of the fairy, style, fairy tale stories of the Cup so far as Lincoln City. Um, could it? Could could the? I mean, Burnley's home form is ridiculously Burnley, good. Yeah, I mean, it, it's in a sense, it's like the toughest draw you could get because that that home form is just a, it's absurd. Mm. They'd rather that than Chelsea. Well, I think yeah. I, I I agree, but I think the theory think, doesn't hold up. You're right. Sure. That's a close run <laughs> thing, though. I, th- I think yeah. you know Burnley have been my tips for the cup, as you guys know, and they're still in there. And I was obviously delighted to see them get this draw because they're. they're Probably going to going to pr- progress. The thing about Burnley is, from Lincoln's point of view, is that Burnley they're not a soft centered team. There's nothing mm. there's nothing flimsy about Burnley. There's nothing mm. you can't. I mean, you could level a few criticisms at Burnley, of course, because you can level criticisms at any team. But you couldn't let, lay a criticism with them and say they don't fancy it. They, yeah. they always fancy. You're they're not always barge through them. No, and I, th- I think. This this is a nightmare draw for Lincoln purely because Chelsea aside, it's hard to think of a tougher game that they could get. Yeah, you say, Jim, that they're not going to barge through them. Well, six foot four, sixteen stone Matt Reed. <laughs> if there is any barging to be done, <laughs> he's true. an ideal candidate. For yeah, he's, it. he's isn't he too far forward though? 
to, to do that. Well, he, he's not going to be barging through the midfield. He'd be knackered. He, yeah. He's not dropping deep to pick up the ball and take it around like Burnley's entire midfield. I, I see I, I'm him, going to stand by my original I statement. See, I see him with his back. To the, with the two centre half, his back. Yeah, let's be honest. Oh come on! <laughs> yeah, he's a professional athlete. But I, I would love Danny Cowley to say to the manager to say to him, right, we're going to start off a sweeper, get the ball, yeah, and charge, just crack on. That's mm. what English football started out, wasn't it? The, the English football in, way back in the day, the, in the genesis of the game, yeah. they thought that passing was seen as is, is quite weak stuff. Fancy yeah. stuff. Because yeah. actually, the Scots were the ones that started to pass the ball. Funnily enough, yeah. and so the English were very much right. You get the ball and you dribble it, almost like rugby, really, until you sort of loop, well, not really. But are, you, you, are you calling Matt Reid a nineteenth-century player? I'm saying go back. <laughs> let's let's go all the way back. We talk about the history of the cup, the magic of the cup. Yeah. The magic is seeped alongside the history of the cup. They need to take it all the way. Reed, centre back, roll it out to him, charge. Vintage. <laughs> a, a vintage playing style. Yeah. You know, actually, WM formation if you want. Yeah. Marcus, is, Marcus is essentially advocating Matt Reed at the Vanguard like a military manoeuvre. Yeah. On the Saturday lunchtime. Back then, when it was when when the passing game was in, invented, it had a lot yeah. of different names. One of which was um, the combination game, which is very very sweet. And this is uh-huh. my favourite one. It was also known as scientific football. Yeah, there we go. There you are. Right. Um, or you could do. Uh, I think it was Scunthorpe United. Certainly, I, I have mentioned this, I believe, in, a while ago on the podcast. But you could do the old tactic, uh, which a mate of mine on Sunday morning, his dad always used to advocate: is you kick off. You launch it to their fullback and you rush him. Yeah. yeah, he used to call it the Scunthorpe rush. And I tell you who tried it, and I've said this before, was Ali McLeod. Uh, not is it Ali McLeod, Scotland? Yeah, manager. The manager, yeah, Scotland, yeah. Uh, He tried it against, I think, in a flipping World Cup qualifier against like, the Czech Republic. Yeah, the Czechs just knocked it over them and, <laughs> and, and it hit the post. And didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a bit of that from Lincoln. I, I, I yeah. seem to remember the late great um, Graham Taylor adopting like a territory first um, tactic is with, it, with England, right? where he would like they would they would almost they wouldn't mind from the kickoff they wouldn't mm. mind if they put it out for a throw and right in the corner because yeah. they would then try and box the TV. Yeah. Like the classic Sunday Warfare. league shout, box him in, yeah. box yeah. him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Big Matt Reid, <laughs> he, he will be a danger man for Lincoln. He got a couple at the weekend. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you, but you look at Lincoln, you know, they are in the fifth round and sometimes when you look at sides who get that far, which is very rare, of course, you know, a number of uh, statistics we've previously said back that up, but, but they've often had a kind draw here yeah. and there. But actually beating League One Oldham, I mean, that's that's a huge achievement in itself. Then beating Ipswich, okay, Ipswich were desperately popular, they're still a championship side. Yeah. They're beating Brighton, yeah. who are who are odds on for promotion this season, who boast a good lineup. Yeah, it's a it's it's a great FA Cup CV. It's, this it's year. brilliant, isn't it? It'd be amazing if they can somehow get through. But Theo Robinson, who um, I believe scored against Brighton and has been a been a big player for them, has, mm. has left for South End. So they um, they're going to miss him. They oh, st- he they, put himself in the shot window and snapped up. Yeah. Uh, well, is I that wise that. or is it not? But they've still got the wonderfully named Alan Power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if you need a bit more brute force, I mean, uh, odds are on their side. He scored against Brighton, I think. So. I, f- I found it interesting when Matt Reed uh, he was interviewed, obviously, because yeah, the Fair Fight Cup brings up all these cliches of about. Course about part-time players and all stuff. Mm. And, and as you've mentioned to us before, Marcus, Matt Reed only uh, turned pro a few years ago. He's 32 now, isn't he? Mm. He used to work in a JCB digger factory or something. Um, it was one of those things where you start thinking, are they making this up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, apparently it's true. He said in the interview that he gave, I think after the, um, after the Brighton game, he said he's not found a centre-back yet that's been as strong as him. Mm. He said he's, he's, he's known that 
they've been defenders of great ability and great, mm. they're great athletes and mm-hmm. stuff. But he's not found one that could that be strong that's stronger than him yet. And then presuming Burnley, presuming Burnley play 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 a full strength side, I'd like to see him throw himself into this competition, Burnley. Yeah. But presuming they play a, a full strength side, he's going to be up against Michael Keane, who is mm-hmm. for my money probably yep. the most underrated defender in the Premier League this season. So that'll be a fascinating, uh, fascinating encounter. Um, but Burnley aren't going to get relegated this season. They're ten points off relegation. There are far more than three teams worse than them in, in, in this division. They're not going to go down. So this is a real opportunity yeah, for them. It is. Yeah. If it really get, is. They, they should win this game. They go to the quarterfinal. If they get a home draw in the quarterfinal, mm. you'd fancy them to be in the semi. And if Stice could have a word yeah. about the semi-final, come on, we'll yeah. have it at our place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we'll get away with that. But I mean, uh, the only caveat with the quarter-final thing would be if they were to get sort of, you know, Chelsea at home, it might be tougher. Yeah. But then they match Chelsea a week or two, though. <laughs> yeah, so. As well, as well, though, like when it comes to the semi, like the, the joking aside about the, the home form, like at that point, the momentum's so high mm. that, and, and they're, you know, it's something that doesn't really come along in the history of a club like Burnley that often. So everyone's going to pile down mm. to Wembley, well, right. create an amazing atmosphere. But Burnley, the last time Burnley have been was in a, we were in a cup final it was 1962. They lost to Spurs. They've not, um, they've not been in the cup final since. Be huge for them, absolutely huge. And that's that is a great point there because. So many times when when the likes of Chelsea win the FA Cup or, or Liverpool or Man City now, Manchester United, Arsenal as well. You know, of course, it's a great achievement for them. And that's, that's not poo-pooing um, that at all. But they're used to winning trophies, yeah. quite frankly. When you see a, the likes of Burnley haven't won the Cup since goodness knows how long and, and these teams, you know. We were in the Sunderland end for that League Cup final. It was League Cup, not FA Cup, when they yeah. were beaten 3-1. Those Sunderland fans, like they couldn't believe their—they're not their luck, but they—they they were just loving the fact oh, that they were in a Wembley final. Marcus, I was at the—I was at the FA Cup final. The Wigan, the Wigan one, yeah, yeah, and, and that was insane. Yeah, uh, partly because they were having such a great time, and because it was an amazing upset, but partly because the Man City fans were fuming <laughs> <laughs> beyond belief. I've never seen so. I think I said it at the time. Actually, I've never seen so many angry men uh, <laughs> in my entire life. But you're right, can, and obviously as a Portsmouth fan, I don't want to go down. Uncle Albert memory lane too much, but yeah. it's, a huge, it's, it's never going to be taken away. So if Burnley advance to the latter stages of this tournament, that's a little bit fairy tale as well. But yeah. obviously they've got to get past the mighty Lincoln, who have won eighteen out of twenty-two since October. Yeah, yeah. they've won all their games since the last uh, since the Brighton game as well. They so have indeed. They're very confident. It's uh, it's an intriguing one. They'll need a rousing team talk from their from their manager. And it was just, it's obviously a great shame that Graham Taylor's uh, passed because he's got links to um, Lincoln, of course. Because mm. um, he's the type of guy that you would imagine they would maybe have got in to give like a little team talk to, to mm. boost them up. Much like Napoli did the other night with oh, El Diego. When, yeah. when I saw this happened... <laughs> First thing was, oh, this is funny. Second thing was, how is Marcus going to get this in the running order? <laughs> it's FA Cup week. I, I didn't doubt you. I yep. knew you'd do it somehow. I knew you'd do it somehow. How uh, long did it take uh, you to find that? <laughs> oh, link? That, I, it, that how hard did your crowbar work? Yeah. That was a good 10 minutes thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So just quickly to the Champions League. Um, yeah. Napoli, Diego Maradona addressing the team um, in the changing room pre-kickoff. I say addressing the team, Maurizio Sarri, the manager, said Maradona spoke for about 30 seconds, but it has a positive effect because we started the game well. Mm. And they mm. lost 3-1. So maybe if, <laughs> well, maybe if he'd have prepared a bit more, they would have got a draw. You take the positives where you can. You certainly you? do. You Casemiro certainly has do. got an absolute blinder in that and I would imagine that's probably all we're going to say about the Champions League this week. <laughs> <laughs> for the moment Jim for no, the moment it was a beautiful that was a beautiful goal oh, it, it, really was, was. it was delightful they're, back, going, they're going well Napoli this season they certainly are back in the FA Cup though Huddersfield Town hosts Manchester City well, before we move on to Huddersfield I just wanted, I, I wanted to point out that Lincoln are 19-2 to with Bet365 to cause the upset this weekend and beat mm. Burnley so £10 will return £105 including stake big, big ask for them but you never know you never those know. imps might just do the business that's right um, come on imps 
Huddersfield, uh, Gabriel Jesus is out for a while, so Huddersfield won't have to deal with him. Although that's really, <clears throat> that's very sad, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, but given the start he made, Sergio Aguero will probably slot in. Yeah, probably a good job they didn't get rid of him. Yeah. Isn't it? So, I mean, it's a it's nice ideal having that backup option. <laughs> it's a nice option off the bench, isn't it, Sergio Aguero? <laughs> it's weird, isn't it, that we're talking about. Agu- who's going to reply? Oh yeah, Aguero. Was Aguero <laughs> wasn't he statistically the deadliest striker in the Premier League yeah. history? Or yeah. Ian Acho sitting there thinking, "What the? Yeah. How, how has this happened to me?" I know. Eh? But Huddersfield are in good nick. They are doing very. They very are well. in good nick. They've they've, um, they've won uh, their last six and in, in, in all competitions and twelve out of their last fourteen in all competitions. Uh, Wagner's got them going, of course. They're, they're, and they are uh, really fighting for promotion as well. Mm. There's been, there's been a lot of talk positions. of Newcastle and Brighton because of Brighton's history and just missing out, and because of Newcastle are obviously. A, very big club. Well, the revolution. Huddersfield are only four points behind Brighton. Mm, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's nowhere near over yet. And as you said, Marcus, I think you might have been naughtily alluding to uh, yeah. David Wagner's behaviour uh-huh. uh, against Leeds United. Are like, we going to see one. that? We, yeah. might, we might do. I mean, if a last-minute winner for Huddersfield. Huddersfield's oh. home record is very good, but, um, but old Pepe did play a, um, a pretty strong team against Palace, didn't he? Mm. Um, it's probably quite difficult to play a less-than-strong team when you're Man City manager anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, this is, this is not a, a, a walk in the park for Man City, shall we say. This is one of those ones where Man City, if they turn it on like they did against West Ham, because let's be honest, you know, Huddersfield Town are by far the inferior side, yeah. as most sides in the land are against Manchester City. City could turn up and pass them to death and win 4 0. But you, you never know. On another day, Huddersfield, with that, uh, with, with you know, their recent wins, the, the, the feel good factor down at the club at the moment, they will really, really fancy this yeah. and, and they'll be up for it. And watching the celebrations that Huddersfield were doing with the players and the fans, you know, a bit like Klopp used to do at uh, Dortmund, mm. Wagner, maybe it's a, kind of a modern manager uh, from well, Germany. They, they, they've worked together quite closely, haven't they, in the past, Wagner and Klopp. So. Yeah, and the way the, the fans and the players were kind of celebrating with each other, that kind of closeness, mm. there is such a feel good factor down at Huddersfield. And there's one of the great things about these sort of fixtures as well is if things do start to go Huddersfield's way like you know who knows they get an early penalty or something or some, you know they get some rubber the green yeah. that Fernandinho gets sent their way yeah, yeah quite um, <laughs> suddenly all the pressure of that being a, a difficult game goes on to City because you, you get these games where it, they're, they're you know, realistically, they look at it and think it's going to be a relatively comfortable win. If mm. suddenly it isn't, like the rest of the fixture list looms so large over that team <laughs> and the pressure builds. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's, I, I love that aspect of it. Will we see a prickly pep afterwards? Probably. You know, well, it's main fu- like mode at the moment. Mm. Something that I don't think we talked about and I really want to bring to everyone's attention, and forgive me if we have mentioned it and I haven't, I haven't, I, I've forgotten. Is it, have you seen that Manchester City have got a travelling outfit? A what, sorry? Right. <laughs> They've got a travelling outfit. Barcelona have got one. Remember so, the double denim? So basically, so basically, every time Man City goes to an away game... Yeah. They've got an outfit, like an approved outfit, presumably provided by a sponsor, which everyone has to wear. Wow. So it's like jeans, trainers, uh, a white shirt, a grey jumper, and like a sort of, almost like a, like a bomber jacket. It's a uniform, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tra- it's, I think it's called, yeah, a uniform if you want to call it that, or a travelling. It's uh, probably so that it's easier to spot them in a group. You know, so, if they stop off at a service station, no one gets lost, but the, the other's <laughs> not having to the football, be a worry. The football's gone too far when... Yeah, but but they're only really going to be photographed walking from the coach to the ground. Yeah, but most play- most teams would have... Um, they would provide suits, wouldn't they? Most yeah. players travel in suits. Uh, quite. A, a suit and a club tie. Yeah. That, that, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh-huh. You, don't, you don't need to... Br- that's not broken. You don't need to fix yeah, that. You know they, modern day- maybe they're trying to sell them. Yeah, but you, well, but you know what modern-day players are like? They're always seen in trainers and obviously those kind of modern tracksuit bottoms and that kind of thing. So maybe they're just trying to make the players feel a bit more relaxed. I disapprove of it. Yeah. And that's why I hope they get beaten by Huddersfield. <laughs> do, do, <you> <laughs> <laughs> do you not remember when Barcelona had the double denim? Yeah. 
There was a dead yeah, shirt. Yeah, I do remember that. And... But when they turn up, there was a couple of pictures in the newspaper of um, Pep Guardiola and a couple of the City players all dressed the same. Um, but because I understand the point about the suit and the club tie, mm. but that's because it's that's that's a traditional thing, right? Yeah, we're when, breaking from tradition. When you put people in casual clothing and make them all wear the same casual, yeah, clothes, that is a bit they weird. look like they're in like a two-bit boy band. If if it was me, I would say, right, you're wearing that, you're going to wear that for the game. <laughs> you wear it, put your boots on, you're wearing the jeans for the game. <laughs> See how you like it then. See how you like it. But, how, do, um, how do you like it? To be that semi-serious, would be brilliant, though, wouldn't it, if that happened? To be semi-serious for a moment, Huddersfield, the problem with Huddersfield is they're not really free-scoring, are they? They don't score a huge amount of goals. I think they score and they're like, playing a much better team. They score, <laughs> that is, that is a, that <laughs> yeah. is a, a tough a aspect. Disadvantage. <laughs> they, they've, they've scored 18 goals for Newcastle this season. Um, so I think they've only got 42 in the league so far. So it's going to be tough for them, very tough. In, indeed. They're 7-1 yeah. with Bet365 to, to upset the odds and win this one. So £10 will return £80, including stakes. I think that's not a bad bet. Uh, Middlesbrough hosting. Oxford United. Michael Appleton will be very relieved that this match is not being televised. Oh, he's yeah. still fuming, isn't he? About <laughs> everything. If you remember, ladies and gentlemen, he said, oh, we don't really play when the cameras turn up. So mm, yeah. uh, Hopefully maybe, you won't be able to find a live stream. Maybe that, maybe, yeah, yeah right, maybe he had a word. So, uh, here's, here's the t- with TV cameras are coming, here's a load of money. Nah. I don't think there was any danger <laughs> that Middlesbrough home to Oxford United was going to be on the television. <laughs> I can I just say, I, I wholeheartedly endorse that decision. Yeah, well, Appleton, he's a bit down on the cup, isn't he? He doesn't want them on TV. And then he did say the Oxford United's uh, match, I think it was this week against Southend United, was ten times more important to him than uh, the game against Middlesbrough. They lost that 2-0. <laughs> they got um, beat. Yeah, so that, yeah. uh, he's going to have to change his priorities very quickly. They're also, this is another team who don't... Look, the... I'm not being flippant about Middlesbrough Oxford not being on TV. Neither of these teams score. Middlesbrough no, yeah. just, are just desperate for goals, partly because they don't attack and partly because they've got really no prolific goal scorers. They're, they're great and, defending. And they are, they are, absolutely. Yeah. Oxford United um, are the lowest scorers in, in the top half of League One. So, mm. I mean, this, this will probably be 5-4. But, but <laughs> on I, pens. I'm, I'm not predicting that. Yeah. Well, the thing with this sort of game, though, is obviously Middlesbrough have got a look at this, and you know they, they're clearly a far better side than Oxford. So you wonder, will they actually come out a bit more? And the defensive record they have should give them a mm. bit of you know confidence. Maybe in, in that situation, would you not be looking at the team thinking, all right, actually we're very good at this. Maybe we can take a few more risks and you know foray forward we a little bit so. more. But this is exactly the sort of thing where you get an upset, isn't it? Where a team comes mm. out of their style and they change a little bit to, to you know to perhaps. Um, you know, deal with the opposition and um, maybe they'll get it wrong and get pumped. What Oxford United need is you, Jim, goading Middlesbrough going, go on, just attack them. Go on, You've got a great defensive record. You've conceded less in the league than Arsenal, Man City and Liverpool. Yeah. Go at them. You're talking about a team who squeezed past Accrington Stanley (laughs) 1-0 in one of the most unremarkable (laughs) FA Cup results in in living memory. Yeah, well, Middlesbrough midfielder Adam Clayton has said that Borough should have a go and win games, which I like. Mm. I mean, it's the a direct... The manager's job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, guys, like that. We haven't thought about this. Um, they sort of do play a bit like that, though, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, they've won one in their last 11 matches, so maybe they should heed his advice. Did he mm. say that um, scoring a few more goals would be the sweetest thing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Karanka will be absolutely furious that he said that, because he's yeah. generally furious about everything, isn't I th- he? I think Middlesbrough just... Adam Clayton's right. I mean, Middlesbrough just need to go out there and, and try and, you know, play for some pride in the name of love. Gordon Benner. <laughs> any more? Do you want to <laughs> no. just do them? No, I wish I planned it earlier, to be honest. I could have lined up a few, but no, I haven't got any more. Mm. You'd say, how many, how many goals do you want to score? He said one. Um, so there we are let's move on Um, uh, it's the name of the U2 uh, bassist Um, Millwall (laughs) are at home to Leicester City now this 
Jim Campbell mm. will be interesting. What to am see I what, doing, Marcus? What you're rubbing your thighs. Yes, I am. Is this your? Is this a thigh rubber for well, you? Well, for me, in that it's just, I think an upset is is very much um, that counts as a thigh rubber, doesn't it? This or has a potential got, upset. This well, you, got, think, well, you think Leicester might win? <laughs> <laughs> you got to do that every FA Cup Unfortunately, show. unfortunately, Pete's not here to sound the klaxon. No. Otherwise, that would have gone a few times. Uh, no, mentioned yeah. in this fixture, but it's interesting to see what Ranieri does because he said recently in the last game, of course, that that he was too loyal to his players. Mm. Now they're in a relegation scrap; they've still got the Champions League as well. This is a chance for him to try a few different names to prove what yeah. they can do because Champions League they're going to have to give it their all. Like they, you, you just can't go out with a with a whimper to Sevilla. Come on, that would be very very uh, sad indeed. It'd be embarrassing, wouldn't it? it well, just it, get pumped <laughs> in the first leg. <laughs> Would and you? make the second one utter irrelevant. Yeah, all right, uh, we'll come on to him in a minute. Um, uh, so you've got to go and, and, and go to Sevilla and give the fans something to cheer about, or, or yep. at least try. You're away to Millwall, who are uh, you know a couple of divisions below you. This is a chance for him to try a few players because he said he's too loyal. Mix it up yep. a little bit. Damari Gray was 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 great in the previous round, of course, against Derby. He did, he did that against Derby though. And they, and they only just about scraped through, didn't they? Well, uh, but this is another chance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a chance to build confidence, isn't yeah. it? Against, against, with respect to Millwall, lesser opposition, and just remind those players that, yeah, they can play and that they can actually compete, because that's exactly what they've not been doing. They've not been competing. No. They're just, they're just, their heads are dropping the moment that, like, that the game goes away from them, whether that be conceding or whether they're just not you know, making uh, enough of a dent on the game itself. And they, they have to get out of that mindset if they're going to get out of, this relegation situation there. It's very true. Is it, is it fair to say, and this is this is not commenting on the um, the reputation of the club per se, it's more what they did to Watford and, and to Bournemouth in previous rounds. And again, Millwall have had a great run in this cup. Yeah. Is it fair to say they will look to bully and pressurise oh, Leicester? God, because right. that is a very effective tactic against I, them this season. It sounds ridiculous, but I feel like I could I could <laughs> bully Robert Hooth and West Morgan at the moment. I just get one in a headlock and the other on a Chinese burn. They just it? go, oh, oh, stop it. Is that, that is a video idea. I'd be happy to get behind. It's a shame. Big Matt Reed and Lincoln are not playing, oh, isn't it? Because he would be the battering round. He's got four hat tricks on his own. Matt Reed against the... <laughs> Leicester played a completely different back five against Derby, and they scraped through after, after extra time. I was really disappointed. I don't know if I said it at the time, but I was really disappointed with Derby and the teams they picked. Mm. Um, I thought it was a bit, a bit cowardly, actually. Not not to disrespect the players who played, but because they, they, a few of them gave a good 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 account of themselves. But Derby could have beaten Leicester. It's a local Derby, a uh, lot at stake. That, Leicester's players, I mean, half of those players don't really play very often at all. I'll be fascinated to see which team Ranieri goes with this time, purely because I think he's, he's flapping around. He doesn't know what what players are in form, what players aren't. He doesn't know what team to pick. Millwall, as you guys have both just said, have got a good um, a good tradition this season in the FA Cup. They've knocked out better teams. Uh, better and they're unbeaten in 12 as well. They've beaten better teams than Leicester, by the way, as well, mm. so far. Um, Two of them, yeah. Yeah, so... This will be Mill will smell blood here seriously, yeah. and it's this 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 could be a very very difficult afternoon for Leicester. Really, could. absolutely. I mean, part of the going back to what you said about Ranieri not knowing what players inform Luke, isn't it more that like that literally none of them are. None well, I, I can't. Do you know what I can't believe? And I've said this a few times, and I did. I did the newspaper roundup on um, on the radio the other day, and I mentioned it there. No one could give me an answer for this, and I don't know the answer. But the fascinating thing for me is Leicester's back five, who won the Premier League last season. Take a moment to let that sink in. Mm. We're not talking about a team who had a decent season last yeah. season and they came seventh. They won the Premier League mm-hmm. last season, that back five. He played exactly the same back five um, last week in the league uh, and they were, they were obviously beaten. They were beaten fairly handily as well. And moreover, who's the Morgan? 
I just don't accept that they've aged overnight to that extent. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think there are probably 45-year-old centre-backs, ex-top-level centre-backs, mm-hmm. who could position themselves in the penalty area and head balls away every yeah. five minutes with no problem. <clears throat> at the moment, Huth and Morgan can't dominate any part of the pitch, which was their biggest strength last season. I, I would be absolutely riveted to know what what the hell has gone on. And even if Ranieri has put his feet up and gone, yeah, yeah, we'll be fine and coast through games still, those players still go out on the pitch and play the game. I mean, with, with, with Chelsea, you know, when they when they sort of chop and change managers and, you know, Avram Grant was in charge of the side, but was he really? Was it with the players managing themselves? You know, again, yeah. with Di Matteo, was he really in charge? Was it John Terry picking the side? There was... There was a bit of disarray at the top, but they still got to Champions League finals. You know, they still, I know that's mm. a, calibre, a different calibre of side. But the point remains <coughs> is you can remove a manager um, and, and, and performance can drop, like we saw with, with Chelsea when um, Mourinho, they, 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 he suddenly annoyed everybody. But whatever Ranieri's doing, it, it can't be this bad. It yeah. can't be to th- <laughs> these spiralling spiring levels of, of, uh, of poor performance yeah. bad. And well, I, I noticed you talk. Sorry, you talk about Matt Reid and, and how they. You know, Steve Morrison doesn't take any prisoners up front for Millwall. No. Anyway. he's a very big, strong forward. Um, so there'll be a battle there. Um, you can you can see Millwall at home as well. So you can you can see you can see Millwall winning this one, but actually winning this one fairly easily. I, I don't I don't I'm not predicting that to happen, but it's easy to see that possibility. Indeed, yeah. We're going to talk more about the FA Cup after this. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm so fancy, but you already know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. I'm so fancy, but you already know. Just sensational. Sensational. Welcome back to the Football Ramble. Preview show, everybody. Wolves host Chelsea. It's hard to see anything other than a way win here. It's really co- is. It's Costa v Costa. Mm. <laughs> Costa's going to win that one. Although, didn't Costa come off the bench um, in the last Chelsea game? I think Chelsea have... have I know, Jimmy, you want to talk a bit about, about this, but Chelsea have um, really gone under the radar in the FA Cup this season. Like, ruthlessly efficient. Yeah. Um, not many people have been talking about them doing the double this season, but I agree with Marcus and what he said over the last week or two. They, they're, they're a shoo-in for the league, in my opinion. Mm. Um, and they've not really seen any trouble at all in, 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 the, in the Cup so far. Uh, I think this will probably be a be a, a bridge too far for Wolves. Yeah, as well. I th- I think they are a good shout for the double. And um, the last team to do the double was was Chelsea in in 2010. And just not having European football has has just they look breezy, don't they, Chelsea? Mm. They just they just look like they look like they're just just so sort of capable and full of running and energy. Yeah. There's, there's no sign of any fatigue there at all. And I think that's going to give them the platform to 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 have a serious sort of getting both trophies, given the quality they've got in the squad. Mm, Will's down in 18th in the championship as well. I mean, some yeah. of the other sides we talked about, Will was unbeaten in 12, and even Lincoln 
you know, have gone on a great run since October, but you can't say the same about Wolves. Yes, they got that win against Liverpool away in the Cup, and it was a great win. Um, but Liverpool were in a bit of a poor patch yeah. at that time. Although, still, you can't take anything away from that. Mm. But you, you just can't see anything. There's no one near Chelsea, Chelsea in the country, is there? No, and I think I think the other thing about Chelsea is they, if they rest players for, for the Cup, I mean, they played Brentford last time at home, and that's an easy fixture, and mm. it, so it proved to be. But And he rested players. But if you look at the players he actually stuck with and who he played, and Begovic came in and played in goal, he's yeah. a really serious season, yeah. Premier League um, was a great operator. Keeper. Yeah, John Terry you know, speaks for himself. Azpilicueta's played a lot this season. And Zuma's a proven mm-hmm. at the top level, come off on a bad injury. Uh, Fabregas is seasoned. Pedro played. He, William started. You mm. know, they're, they're, they're not doing a Liverpool and completely like wholesale changing the whole yeah. thing and bringing, and not only that, but bringing in um, players with, with next to no experience. So that's a great example from Conte. Another thing he's done, done right so far in this cup is he's rotated in the correct way mm-hmm. because he then brought on Costa and he brought on Ivanovic, didn't he, in that yeah. game as well. Again, two. Top top quality experienced players. So and he had Hazard on the bench. Even needed him. So they're they're taking this competition seriously. And I don't think a lot's been made of that this season. I think the FA Cup, Chelsea performances in the FA Cup have been largely ignored because they've won games they've been expecting to win. Mm. Um, when they breeze past Wolves, which I think they will, um, and they and they get if they get a tough draw in the next round, then we'll see a bit more about what they're all about. But so far, so good for them. Yeah. Well, uh, they may be away. In the cup, but West London will have a home fixture in the FA Cup to feast their eyes upon. Yeah, your boys, Fulham versus Spurs. You're, you're a, a frequent visitor to Craven Cottage, Marcus. You've um, probably got a few, a few fiercely held opinions about this matchup. <laughs> I go every now and then. I remember yeah. seeing Fulham beat Spurs four 0 in a cup game once, and it feels like a long time ago. <laughs> um, but this is a nice one for Spurs, especially for their scouts, as they normally take players from Fulham anyway. Yeah, um, so a trip. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, two. They're you know killing two birds with one stone. Who should we go and see? Where are Fulham playing? Oh, they're playing us. Great. We can just go along. <laughs> 16-year-old Ryan Sessegnon, he's, he's being talked about in, in glowing terms. He'll be a Spurs player soon. So what, is, <laughs> For is a he, really low fee, is no he, doubt. Has he, he not been tied up to a contract or anything like I that? I don't know. Okay, well, um, you, you seem to be pretty exasperated by that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, does, it does happen. Um, Pochettino, he's been playing uh, down reports linking him to the Barcelona job, could derail them. No, I don't mm. think that's... I mean, the reality is, is that is that that's, that's probably in, in, inaccurate, isn't it? I mean, he's... he's <laughs> Well, he's, a, he's an Espanol man through and through. He said that. He said yeah. he said he doesn't fancy that. Uh, if we he take, says that now until the until the contract's put in front but of if him. We take, if we have to, but we have to take him on his word on that front. If, mm. if we're going to talk seriously about Pochettino moving from Spurs to another club, then mm-hmm. you've got. If you're a Spurs fan, you've got to be worried about um, some sort of managerial cycle where the, the PSG job becomes available because mm-hmm. he played for them and he's on pay, on record saying that he, he likes PSG. Yeah. Um, you know, an apocalyptic scenario for a Spurs fan would presumably be that <laughs> taking over from Wenger. Well, no, would, no, not, no, would, would, no would, would be that would be that um, Simeone goes to Arsenal. Yeah, and then that frees up um, Atletico. Push the end to go to Atletico mm. because oh. it, because there's no. Can the, we have odds on that? Just lump <laughs> some money on it. That would improve your day a lot yeah. if those two things happen in the yeah. same in the same space. Yeah. Um, but Spurs, you mentioned Chelsea about the cup double. I, I don't see anything in this Barcelona thing. I, I genuinely okay. don't see anything in yeah, that. I, I, I don't I, think I, the story's going to go away for a while, though, because it's an easy link to make, isn't it? I guess Koeman's so. been linked as well, and that, say, that will also well, run I, and run. Koeman's more realistic. Well, right? I was saying Koeman, Arsenal, then Barcelona. You might just think, nah, I'll skip out Arsenal, go straight <laughs> yeah. Barcelona. Yeah. Think of the Twitter feed, is all I'm saying. <laughs> um, Spurs are one of the sides who really could go out and win the cup this year, yeah. unless Chelsea faced them. But, well, they've beaten Chelsea, though. Um, well, Spurs were entirely, they were entirely around last, last, last time. Oh, they, were. Wickham, you know? they, they played. Um, they, they rested a lot of players that game. Only one or two of those Spurs players would... 
with what you call regular starters, although all of them would be in the, in the matchday squad, uh, you know, more often hmm. than not. But. I mean, suppose I'm playing in Europe this week, and, yeah. then, and then obviously this game's uh, they coming got, along. I think they play Stoke in the Premier League, the next Premier League game as well, so that's a, that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, but Fulham have looked better of late. They're quite a nice side to watch, Fulham. Um, they've got goals in them. Only Norwich and Newcastle have scored more in the Championship than Fulham this season, you know, and there's a, there's a, there's a fair few goal threats as well mm. in there. Sonny Aluko. Yeah, Chris yeah. Martin as well. There's a few others. Um, uh, Piazon, the guy uh, on loan from Chelsea. They've got they've got a good amount of mental. Yeah, Hanson's decent. Yeah, they've got some good players actually. If, this is one of those games again that Spurs could just blow them away. Mm. But actually, if if Fulham can can dig in and get under their skin quite early on, then it could be a bit of a, an interesting one how that pans out. And if Spurs rest players, well, Spurs it, have Vertonghen coming back, don't they? So, yeah, um, that's a, a big a big boon for them. But, mm. but Fulham can just use this, use this as a bit of a free hit. I mean, they're, they're yeah. six points off the playoffs with a game in hand. Mm-hmm. Go out there and enjoy yourselves. Test yourself against the top level. See mm-hmm. how you get on. Enjoy it. That's what I would say. They've grown into the season, Fulham. They didn't start very well. Um, and they, they are a bit inconsistent, as most teams are. But Jukanovic is a county operator. He, you know, he got Watford promoted, of course, and then they, they went their separate ways. Uh, but but, he's, but he's, he's building a side. And, and Fulham, if they don't get a promotion this season, which I don't think they, they, they will, to, in my opinion, next season, you know, they really should. If they can keep players, I mean, the trouble is Chris Martin's on loan from Derby. And he's done pretty well. And if they can put away a few more penalties for crying out loud, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the weird. thing with Spurs. They probably just, be top of the league. If, if Fulham get into the box, they think just just hack away. Just if we <laughs> give away a penalty, share the okay. fouls around. <laughs> we, get, we get eleven of those. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but it could be an interesting one. I hope that there's a contest. Well, there. um, Spurs are thirteen to two with Bet three six five to win the FA Cup this season. So ten pound uh, will return seventy five pound, including stake. Uh, should Potch's boys lift the trophy? Big Potch, eh? Um, Blackburn host Manchester United. Will we see a fan protest for the uh, for their irresponsible owners? Just a, well, even if they do, Venkis aren't going to see it, are they? It's just, yeah, a, well, just a, a dreadful state, Blackburn. It's such a shame, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. When you see a club like that who are just um, tangled up in the mess of of, of, of modern poor football, owner, really? of modern football and poor ownership, you, you talk to any Blackburn fans and they're just like, we're not going anywhere until they leave. Yeah, it's of course. so sad to hear that. It's, it, clubs become investment vehicles in the in the yeah. worst case scenario. Because I mean, I, I know Newcastle fans. I understand why they dislike Ashley and, and all that kind of stuff. But at least they're top of the league. Do you know what mm. I mean? At least and Ashley's there, isn't he? Ashley's at least present for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe they wish he wasn't, but yeah, I know what you mean. He. They, at least he's sort of spending to accumulate a little bit. I mean, it's, look, I'm not trying to stick up for Ashley. I'm just saying, th- I'm, I'm saying you put the two together. That's how bad it is at Blackburn. You'd much rather someone like Mark Ashley than, than Venkis. It really is a piss well, I mean, situation. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're a proud old club like Blackburn. I mean, they're probably going to get relegated from the championship this season. It mm. looks like, I mean, Rotherham are dead and buried and, and Blackburn are in real trouble. Um, they're, you know, they're a team who were certainly around if they mm. might have found the members of the Football League. They were big players back then, won a lot in, in the 19th century and, and won the Premier League in 95, of course. So it's sad to see. Mm. But we see this time and time again in football, don't we? And, and it's a, this is, this is, do you know what? It's, I don't mean this in a patronising way. For, for May United to come to Ewood Park and to mm-hmm. have a game on, on TV, and, and is it on TV? I think it is, isn't mm. it? Uh, or May United, so it's say, never yeah, to be on TV. Yeah. That, that's at least a little bit of a sort of busman's holiday for them to enjoy yeah. it down. They might get a goal. They might, they might, you know, it might even cause an upset. But mm. overall, um, bleak, bleak times for them. And, and many people who maybe don't listen to the show because we talk about it a reasonable amount, and they, they won't even be aware that Venkis are still there. Because that, that's a story yeah. from five years ago. Yeah, when, oh, yeah. Steve Keane and yeah, exactly. So it's terrible to see, really terrible to see. There is, it's a great shame. And Owen Coyle, his position is under threat as Blackburner. 
Well, I, I, don't, I don't think Owen Call's a very good manager. Well, I mean, way, he's, not, but, I mean, he's, not, he's not given the best chance, is he? No. Well, that, he, that he's not been able to bring in any players he wants. You know, mm. I mean, there's a, there's a few low knees knocking around. Which here again is not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about Man United? We talked up Spurs and Chelsea and even Burnley's uh, chances in the FA Cup. Manchester United. Mm. Mourinho loves the FA Cup as well, doesn't he? He does. So yeah, they're clearly another one having a real go, and this is a you know it's an ideal draw for them. And you could imagine Ibrahimovic is thinking to himself, you know. I've I'm not going to win the Premier League, but I'd love to get my hands on uh, the oldest cup competition mm. in the world. You know? well, what's interesting is that all of the big guns, aside from Liverpool, are still in there, and none of them are playing each other. Yeah. So it's, you know, the next round well, could, could, have some proper, <laughs> <laughs> could have some blockbusters in it, really. You, you are right, actually. I mean, hopefully there are some, uh, some cup sets, uh, but... You wouldn't have thought that there would be one at Ewood Park. Um, if, you no. look at, if you look at the team that United played against Wigan, they obviously just breezed past them 4-0. They, they played a lot. I mean, Rooney played, Mkhitaryan played, Mata played, Martial played. Um, you know, they, they kept a good core. Fellaini played. They got a good core of, um, of, of top pros there. He didn't rotate a huge amount. Um, so, as you say, he's taken it sort of at least semi-seriously. And, and, and I'm interested in that Griezmann situation. You read about that? The Griezmann situation uh, is... is kind of going on, isn't it, with, with who's he going to sign after Atletico Madrid and so on and so forth, despite him saying that he's happy at Atletico Madrid. Well, is, is, why is he continuing, oh, you know more about this than me, why is he continually linked away from the club, though? Because they're not a traditionally huge club. Is yeah, that basically I mean, it, it seems inevitable, doesn't it? But it's, it, he himself pretty much went through the options and said that he's was happy strange. at Atletico. But also, he had a lot of praise for Simeone and said, you know, Simeone has... has added so much to my game I wouldn't mm. be you know thought of as, as being among the top players in the world if it weren't for him so that's a very public show of loyalty isn't he but he said he'd ideally stay in, stay in Spain because it suits his his style and he said um, Barcelona have, have got that front three that's completely fixed so he's, he's, he wouldn't end up going there um, if, he's an Atletico Madrid player so it's impossible for him to go to Real Madrid he mm. said he doesn't like the look of Germany uh, France isn't for now and with England he said he doesn't really like the weather and he <laughs> says his, his suit of play um, would, would suit uh, well just suit Spain better so it's it's interesting, isn't it, that he's basically ruled himself out of absolutely everywhere. Mm. Although maybe when he says France isn't for now, he means PSG's maybe for the summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did find it funny how he went through all the options. Mm. And he was like, well, our Barcelona, because if they didn't have Craig that... Brun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Uh, it would be phenomenal but, if I mean, he went to Man United. PS, this could be the season that PSG break through and, and win the Champions League. I mean, we saw mm. them against Barcelona. They were magnificent. <laughs> phenomenal. If they do that, I mean, surely they'll be, he'd be more likely to go there if, than if they didn't do that. That was outrageous. Well, we, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the Champions League because that will probably segue neatly into the last FA Cup <laughs> fixture we've got to talk but about. I am, just, just to put this out there in case uh, Antoine is listening, I mean, if you're worried about the weather in England, just get yourself, base yourself at a club down the southwest. Cornwall, very nice down there. There's uh, more the, rain. The weather's, the weather's beautiful most of the time, though. Come on. Most of the time. Okay, okay. The weather's nicer <laughs> there than it is in Manchester. <laughs> well, it is, but actually... Come and get me, please, from Portsmouth to No, Plymouth. I was just saying, you can go to Plymouth, you can go to Truro City. I think Bristol's the place, mate. <laughs> is it? Right, Sandbanks yeah. Sandbank. have Sandbank's got a team? <laughs> um, actually, the, the west coast of Britain gets a lot more rain than the east coast of Britain. Statistically, look it up, ladies and gentlemen, you will be amazed. Okay. So, uh, Norwich City it is. Um, uh, yeah, in the Champions League, Arsenal... Uh, I mean, they did oh, no, play, no. didn't they? They turned up. Yeah. They, they turned up. Well, did they turn up? They, well, they, 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 <laughs> Physically. They're away to Sutton United in the cup, but they, they played Bayern Munich, of course. They were beaten 5-1. Do you know what? At one all, Xhaka misses that chance, and then Sanchez has a chance. And I turned around to my mate just before it went 2-1, and I went, I'll tell you something. 
Arsenal can get away with they can get a draw here, or dare I even suggest they can go and win it. And as soon as Lewandowski scored and the body yeah. language and and the, and the floodgates opened, it was like oh, absolutely you could tell. Oh. Espina wasn't ready for that. He should have done better on that. It was a fantastic header in the right place. He would might not necessarily have saved it had he been positioned better. But you've you got mean. to give yourself a chance in situations like that as well. Robin's first goal, Cockerland standing off him. You, you see, it, let's not talk about it too much because it happens every year. <laughs> but like the way he sort of stood off Robin, it, it's as if those players don't get that at that level you have to step it up and you have to close down every blade of grass almost like mm. look what we were saying about Burnley the other week about yeah. how they did the most running they've done all season against Chelsea if Burnley get that why don't Arsenal but and can it's, Arsenal it's just, uh, can they step up against Sutton and cover every rubber patch of 3G I, I, you'd hope so yeah. it's a chance to rebuild some confidence <laughs> it's a last thing they want <laughs> <that>. <laughs> well, it, it is isn't it because yeah. it's got it is p- potential banana skin um, I, with I would, eggs all around so when you fall over there's egg on your face as well <laughs> is it a potential banana skin I mean they are a I'd non-league give, side if it were me I'd give my right arm to play blooming <laughs> Leicester at home this weekend <laughs> yeah. you know a, a non-league team with a plastic pitch yeah. the last thing you want with the roly-poly goalie watching on yeah we'll scrape through it and just pick up loads of injuries do yeah. you know what's going to happen that's Sutton United they're going to get an injury to the keeper and Wayne Shaw's going to come on yeah. and save the penalty yeah right? <laughs> and he's going to thwart them yeah It'll probably be a replay as well, which we absolutely don't need. And then we'll ruin it at the Emirates. I love, um, I love the uh, the manager. We talked about him before, uh, Paul Doswell, the manager of Sutton a while yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, uh, something that we didn't actually mention, he doesn't get paid to manage them. Wow! Because because his firm sponsors the club, um, so so he effectively pays to manage them. That's it. All right. Yeah, and he's not he's not drawing a salary or anything like that. He just loves the club. He also said, um, and Marcus, you touched on this, but just to to, um, to add a bit of meat to the bones, he mm. said, "I've got no ambition to be a manager in the league. I don't see it as a holy grail. If we did get to the playoffs, I think there'd be a panic here. It's a volunteer led club. I work. The chairman works. None of us could cope with the amount of stuff that goes with the football league. Mm. We'd much rather be the best non league club we can be. I don't know how you can do that though. Yeah. So you you, you, you can't really finish above seventh or something yeah you it's, can't you, yeah it's like in, it's is, a is paradox it, is it rugby I forget rugby union or rugby league where they uh, if you get promoted you have to turn professional but a lot of them don't want to yeah. and then there's some mm. questionable results towards the end of the season I would that. like to distance myself from that <laughs> alright uh, um, but, uh, but uh, yeah allegedly but, um, but Marcus we'd, we'd much rather be the best non-league club we can be is that, are they going to be the last words Arsene Wenger hears in his Nigerian career <laughs> Well, it's like with Matt Reed, the aforementioned Lincoln City striker. When he turned professional at 28, you know, he had to take a pay cut because he finishes uh, his his full-time work. And obviously you get the full-time work and then the part-time pay of being yeah. a footballer. You're going to get the full-time work. But at that level, it doesn't pay that much. Um, and so with Sutton United, they probably quite like the lifestyle they have. They get the buzz of going and playing football on a Saturday afternoon for a decent outfit at a decent level. Yeah. But they all carry on with their lives and mm. are not too tied into football. Maybe that's the way it should be. Maybe, I think, I think the, gap, the gap between us. Austin or something will probably be too big. You think so? Um, but I was, uh, you know, the, the performance and, and, the, and the body language against against Bayern Munich was was horrendous to watch. It was mm. it was difficult to see, and and I think this this fixture going away to Sutton on a plastic pitch as well. You're worried about injuries. You're worried about the mindset of those players involved. It'd be a fascinating game to watch. I mean, with apologies to Arsenal fans who've had a tough week already. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bet three six five are offering odds of fourteen to one for Sutton to win at the weekend. So ten pound returns one hundred and fifty pound, including state. If that happens, that will go down in <laughs> absolute folklore. The fact that we're even talking about it <laughs> will go. It will go down in folklore for as long as we're football fans. Put it that way. Quite guys, I want you to be honest with me. Now you both know I'm quite a hapless man. Mm-hmm. Is the problem me? <laughs> <Could be. laughs> What do you suggest as a solution to the issue? Know, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's a very dark answer to that. 
that I don't want to think about. Become a Spurs fan? <laughs> I'd like the, the the Arsenal fans to get out the bed sheets. Jim Campbell out. <laughs> get him away from the stadium. Um, yeah, well, there we are. Poor old Arsenal. Maybe mm. they can. Re- it's not really redemption, is it? Winning no. against something. Oh, but, but, but you know, we'll redeem ourselves when we win three and a half nil against Bayern <laughs> in the uh, in the return leg. <laughs> Um, right, Luke. What is our bet of the week? Um, the bet of the week uh, with Bet Three Six Five is James Holland is back after his winner last week. Listen winner, to James winner Holland. Winner stays on. Uh, winner stays on. Of course, this time around he selected Middlesbrough to be Oxford United, uh, and under two and a half goals to be scored in the game, which is available at thirteen mm. to five. So fifty pounds on that will return one hundred and eighty pound, including stake, uh, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, you must be over the age of eighty to gamble, and please gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to gambleaware.co.uk. James Holland, you are back up in the hot seat. Uh, we'll be looking out for a Middlesbrough 1 or 2 nil, I guess, which is the result it essentially has to be for his bet to come in. Uh, so £180 could be heading to, to Prostate Cancer UK. We'll have our fingers crossed. If he gets this wrong, mm-hmm. a new lesson has to step up. So prepare mm. yourselves. Mm, new challenger may be needed. Um, right, let's look ahead to the weekend, Luke. Yeah, we've got uh, some, uh, some correspondence from listeners here. Um, this is actually feeding in back into the Arsenal uh, thing from Joe Lowe on Facebook. He says, I'm w- looking forward to watching Arsenal Wenger take on Paul Doswell. Paul Doswell's a man with seven kids and a construction company who manages a football team in his spare time. Doswell is a proper football man who admitted that his last two kids were an error and invited <laughs> all the Sutton fans back to Gander Green Lane's bar after they beat Wimbledon away. Wenger won't even admit that signing Francis Jeffers was an error, but I can't picture him having a beer with the fans. Hashtag clash of styles. Now, to be fair, Joe... I don't know if you guys knew this, but Arsene Wenger actually grew up above a pub. Yeah, did he? Yeah, in uh, in Duttlenheim near the uh, near the German mm. border. Yeah, he, he grew up above a pub, so you probably wouldn't know that. Uh, but uh, fair point. Russell Kidd <laughs> says, uh, "Cancel the weekend's football in honour of the retirement of a Premier League titan, Mark Clattenburg." Oh, yeah. I was about to say, I'm looking forward to see. I mean, is Clattenburg is the deal done? Is he off to Saudi? Apparently, Arabia? he's off Apparently there. Yeah. So. But are we going to see him one more time? Well, is he, is he refereeing at the weekend? Apparently, he's going. Oh, that's it. There's he's no going Swanson. before. Yeah. because oh, that yeah. was the one thing I was hoping to look forward well, to. The details him, right? at this point, the details aren't fully confirmed. Yeah, sure, but they, sure. they said he's definitely going before the next round of Premier League yeah. fixtures. So I'm not sure if he's been given an FA Cup game or not. Um, Back but, for the final. Yeah, he's, he's, I wonder if he's a bit of a trailblazer, old Clattenburg, because well. he's he's sort of the first <clears throat> Premier League referee to almost live his career and his life like a football player. Yeah. So I, I, and I, I'm, I'm at the risk of opening myself up to a huge amount of criticism here, I don't particularly share the derision about his tattoos. No, I, think, I don't care about I mean, tattoos. He's risen to the very top of his game. Yeah, of it's, I don't. I don't. I mean, regardless of what you think about tattoos in general, whether you think they're a bit gauche or whatever, yeah. he, it's not. Uh, you've got to give him credit for what he's achieved as a no, Premier League referee. Great manager, yeah, uh, manager, great referee. manager as well. Yeah. That's why he's going over there. He manages the cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, old Clats, we might, we might, uh, we might not know what we've got. So let's go on there. Although that is doubtful. Daniel Hutton <laughs> Leon says, I'll probably watch some of the football, play some st- PlayStation and relax. On Sunday, I might meet my mum for tea. We've been meaning to go for a while. We'll go to the John Lewis Cafe because she gets a free coffee if she spends enough in the adjoining Waitrose. I'm more of a little, little man personally, but let's not turn this into a class thing. <laughs> so look forward to hearing how you got on there, Daniel. Yeah. Thanks for getting Keep in touch. Uh, updated on that. Yeah, here's one for you, Marcus. Stephen Alterson says, I'm going to Hamden to see the creepy crawly derby. The, yeah. the spiders be the wasps the sk- or yeah. Queen's Park versus Aller Athletic as they'd have us believe so the creepy crawly enjoy darling. that Stephen and uh, this one from Aaron Tunney says Arsenal playing on a plastic pitch just imagine the number of season ending injuries they're going to pick up to which Daniel Greenfield on the Facebook said their season has already ended oh. <laughs> not necessarily though no not necessarily they, yeah. they might win the FA Cup for the third yeah, time they'll, in they'll a, fulfil in a few years. the fixtures yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
well played by you. No 3 0 losses for not turning up. One thing about the FA Cup, just to sum up why it's so great, is, and I take no pleasure, I'll take a bit of pleasure in saying this. I was about to say, the grin on your face is that every single football fan worth his or her salt in the country this this weekend who doesn't support Arsenal will be willing with every fibre of their being for Sutton to win that game. Well, it's the same with anyone. And it unites us all. Yeah, in, in the same way, you can apply that to anything, in the same way, everybody, even probably some England fans, were, were willing that Iceland would beat England in the, in the Euros. Do you know what I mean? It's just a classic underdog thing. Yeah, I suppose so. But what I'm saying is, if you get the Premier League weekend, if you get, you know... Man United play Arsenal or whatever. People aren't necessarily... I mean, Arsenal fans want Arsenal to win, Man United fans want Man United to win. People aren't that sort of emotionally invested. They enjoy mm. watching the game and they'll mm. hope for a good game and see some good goals and, and we all share that. But the emotional <laughs> investment is not at the same level. Well, yeah. We love a bit of schadenfreude in this country, don't we? <coughs> I think everybody likes an underdog story. But yes, you, everyone will be supporting Sutton as if they're their own. Yeah. Apart from the Arsenal Pals fans. will be there. Apart from Arsenal fans that want Wenger to stay. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think even the Wenger out... But, sorry, Wenger out. Yeah. As they say, Brigade uh, would would want uh, would want this particular embarrassment to add to their cause. I, I've certainly been in. A, I won't say who because it, it escapes me for now because Portsmouth have had so many managers. But I've certainly been in a position before where I've thought I'll take a bit of short term pain. I'll happily mm-hmm. take a defeat at home for Portsmouth here for the manager to go. Mm. I've, so you know, I'm sure some of those Wenger out campaigners, or as you call Wenger out campaigners. Um, would wouldn't be averse to that in 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 in, in the grand scheme of things. And I'm not I'm not just trolling Arsenal fan listeners here as, as they think I am all the time. I genuinely think that probably is the case. <laughs> we'll know because they'll tell us with their bed sheets. Yeah, they will exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, any more for any more? Nope. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet Three Six Five. We're of course back at the start of next week to uh, pick apart the results yeah. of the games we've just talked about. Thanks for listening. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.